Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Here's what the newest Dallas Cowboy, Martavis Bryant, had to say in his first Dallas media interview. Whatever they need me to do, you know, I'm a new guy here, so whatever they need, I'm going to do it, you know, get help from other guys and just, I'm really just here to learn and get better. You know, whatever happens, happens, you know, I'm going to give them all on the field and, and just go from there. All I can do is take care of my responsibilities on the field and handle my business. Sky's the limits for me, man. I know I'm 31, but still fast, still big, still want to play football. I haven't lost anything. So, Michael Irvin, you are a Hall of Fame Dallas Cowboy receiver. You know yeah. this team inside and out. How much help can the Cowboys expect from a 31-year-old receiver who hasn't played in the NFL in five years? Listen, uh, you know, I know Martavius. Martavius people reached out to me when, of course, he, he signed and everything because, you know, we were together a couple of years ago and we were talking about him trying to get back in the league. First, I want to say how proud I am yeah. of him getting this opportunity and the work he put in to get this opportunity. You know, I don't know if, if, if anything has been taken away. I do know. We just talked about, you know what I mean, you and I, Skip, when we, had our, when we were together. We you, you know what it's yeah. like. When you love something, yes. and somebody takes something away from you, completely, yeah. and, and 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 it's and it's real, and you say, "Whoa, wait a minute, I've been there." Well, you sit around and you're like, "How did he get to this?" Yeah. And you're watching, and you, you know, we know he played football in those other leagues, whatever. But this is the NFL, and you were here. You put the work in, and you got here, and you let other things derail you. It's a hard, it's a hard reality to hold in your head for the rest of your life, for the rest of your life. When you read the story he talks about, he's been in some dark places. He's been in some dark places, but he's come through it. He talks about how proud he is of himself for coming through that. And that's why I wanted to make sure I say how proud I am of him and how proud we all of you uh, of him for, for, for doing the work that he has to do. Do I believe he can help the Dallas Cowboys? Man, absolutely. Did you see how tall he looked just standing up to that locker? Man, he looked big. Yep. Six four key. He's your size key. And he can run. Six four. He's only 31 years old. 31, you key you. Come on, 31. I still thought I was still me at 31. You know what I mean? And, and the one thing I've you. always taught. Right, right, right. And the one thing, Skipper Key, I always talked about, man, the one thing I always talked uh, talk, talk to Jerry about, man, go find players 
not just with great skill, but get me some with the deepest of wills. And what Martavius has been through deepens his will. He'll come on this team fresh with this opportunity, and he'll work hard, he'll play hard. There's no doubt in my mind he'll be something that the Dallas Cowboys can use. That kind of speed, that kind of size on the outside. That's exactly what they need. You know, Skip, uh, I don't remember when it was exactly when Stephen Jones, when they signed him yesterday, which was, what, Wednesday? Mm -hmm. I think Stephen Jones... They did something with him Tuesday, right? Yes, and they we, looked at him. They looked at him on Tuesday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and when I saw the video, the first thing. You, you know, did. You I, told me this. Yes. I, I said, this dude can still play he football. He can play. You took one I, look I, and you said he can still play. He can still play yep. football. I mean, I could, I could look at his, mm -hmm. his gait, as, as right. the playmaker likes to say, and I can look at the things that he's capable of doing when he's ro he was running the routes, right. high point in the football, all of those things. And, and the reason I believe, this is going to work for the Dallas Cowboys. He may not ever be productive for y'all. Never, right? Oh, look at no, that. No, 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 no. But slow down, no. Playmaker, slow down. I'm talking about him. The reason it's going to work for him is because the Cowboys organization has always given right. individuals right. an opportunity to uh, uh, regain their careers, whether it's yeah. Whether it's Pac-Man Jones, yeah. I can just go on. It's a long laundry list, as it you matters. know. This is it, that matters to Jerry. Yeah, it, 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 matters it matters to Jerry. It matters to Jerry. And, and it those guys right. tend to right. reward Jerry for right. giving them the opportunity when others threw them away. Okay, so right. it may, right. and when I say it may never work for the Dallas Cowboys, I'm talking about what y'all expect expectations are. He's, he may never be a thousand yard receiver, but what he can right. be, right. as I told you yesterday, Skip, you is a guy in that fringe to red zone area, something that you desperately miss. Like Michael said, man, that dude a big six right. four, two hundred and ten pound, six percent right. body fat type guy, mm -hmm. and he could still run. Yep. And he has the will to want to play and want to resume his NFL career yep. to show everybody that I've gone through the darkness and now I'm back in the light. So I'm rooting for Martavius. I know him very well, just like you, Michael. <laughs> All I can do is say good luck to him. And I, I think with the type of character guys that y'all have on offense, They'll put their arms around him, yep. and he'll follow. Mm. By the way, to your point, it was 10 years ago, but when, when he came out of Clemson, he timed 4-3-7. So yeah, at six absolutely. Four, I, don't, I don't know if he can – I'm not, I'm not sure he can run 4-3-7. Yeah, now, but he ain't but, run – but look, if you okay. ran 4-3 10 years ago – you ain't running four eight today. Okay, you're not. That's, that's, that's right. Give me a four three. You know, a four four three is exactly. good. Four four five is good. Anyway, exactly. I'm that at six four. You ain't going you see him high there. point that ball. Yeah. It's the high point in the ball. This is skip skip before you go. Yes. Look at the red zone issues they have. Yeah. You got he it. just helped them. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now. He just helped them with some of those red zone okay. issues. All right. So I do want to echo what Michael opened up with, which is I congratulate this still young man. On, on getting himself clean and sober. And I know he had to stay clean and sober for six months because he said he got heavily tested over the last six months to re-qualify to be an NFL player. And to Michael's point, once you've missed something for five long years that you loved, that you lived for, 
it strengthens your will to get back to it. So he had to, to undergo six months of testing, and, and he said, maintaining my sobriety, he had to meet with his counselor on a regular basis. And as he said, I'm very proud of what I accomplished, and, and I am too. I echo that. I went through it with both my parents. I went to a whole lot of counseling sessions. It's hard, and it's hard to stay sober, and God bless the young man. I hope he can once he gets back into the mix with the Cowboys. But to Key's point, they do have a lot of veteran leaders and the arms are going to be put around him and, and he'll have all the help he needs. And Jerry is a father figure to a lot. Look at Zeke. When Zeke came out, of Ohio, trust me, he had big issues, big issues. And they got through them, and he became a very productive player. Right. And in the end, he became right. a leader of the football team. Every, everybody, yeah. as you know, Skip and yeah. Michael, right. every right. player – that has had some, some I don't want to call it baggage, but Whatever. has some dark yeah. times in their life, can't go to every single organization. Yeah. There's only certain right. organizations right. that true. are set up to be able to, right. to help individuals. And the Dallas Cowboys, for my short period of time there, was an organization that was set up to help right. individuals right get over whatever it is that they was going through. Yep. And that's important, man. You go to one of right. these organizations that doesn't have that type of foundation, yep. you get caught right back up into the mix again. Right. Yeah, I got it. So, Michael, let me say Let me say this. Let me say, let me say one last thing. Let me say one. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean it because, I mean, you guys have stated this, and so now I feel okay to say this. That's why it bothers me when we get people trying to attack Jerry, calling him racist and all of those things. I said, listen, I've seen people in some situations where Jerry had reached out to help. I just, and I just threw that in. We'll get back, we'll get back to Martavis. But it bothers me when they All do right. it. Key, you've Fair been enough. in that room. You've seen people, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, so that, that's what I'm saying. It, cause it, it, it's about those people that are in the trenches now still trying to help still trying to help in ways that, that, that matters, and I think that matters. All right. Then in all objectivity, I need both of your takes on this. Five years is a long time to be out of NFL football. I know right. he had the Las Vegas Vipers for a yeah. little while and all that, yeah, but, right. but this is five right. years away from the highest level yes. of football. How much do you lose, and can you ultimately figure it back out if you've been out for that? That's a long – I don't know if it, we've ever it, seen it, anything here's, like here, this. Here's what I would say. The fact of the matter is he was doing football acclimated things, even though those right. things, that are those, those leagues are less than the NFL. Yeah. Football is football. Can you run? Are you aggressive? Right. Can you catch? Can you understand? The, the, can you process the information that's being given to you by Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott? Can you do all of those things and retain that information. Because the one thing that I saw in that video immediately, as I said to you, Skip, yeah. I just looked at it and said, Duke can still play football. And I ain't talking about high point of the ball. I'm watching him run. Yeah. I'm watching his, right. as Michael say again, his gait. Yeah. I'm watching him get in and out of the comeback, drop his hips, come downhill. All of those sort of things to me tells me he can still play football. Again, he may not be the Martavius Bryant of the Pittsburgh Steelers under Todd Haley and company and, and, and Mike Tomlin, he may not be that guy. Mm-hmm. But what he's going to be is a guy who can help you in an area in which you struggle, which is the fringe to the end zone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then you're bringing them in to get separation, right? Separation outside. Now, he still has the speed to give you that yes. horizontal separation where he pulls away. But he's right now giving you vertical separation because he's 6'4", and he has that leaping ability. 
So I don't care if he's been playing uh, for the Little League team. <laughs> it's still 6'4 yeah, yeah. with that kind of leaping ability that I can put you on some smaller corner yes. that we're playing. And I love him. I love him. He's from St. Thomas, too. You're playing the Chargers. That's the Sante Samuel. Mm-hmm. Sante Samuel is 5'8", 5'10", 5'10". I'm putting him out there and tossing the ball up in the air and say, go get this football because our line can't block for the run game. He helps right away with that size and that gift. Think about it, Skip. As I said to you, yeah, whatever, yesterday or whatever it yeah. was, you got out of the four guys that you have, 5'9", yep. 5'10", five, 6'1", five, C.D. Lamb is 6'2". But to your but, point, doesn't seem to play but, that tall. He's not. He doesn't play 6'2", no, nor is his, his body. Like, no, he's, no, not he's not long. long. He's not long. He's not long. Agreed. So you yeah. got a big dude that you are going to need in in crucial situations in that red zone. If you remember several weeks ago, I kept hollering, go get my nephew if you could do it. Go get uh, uh, Sutton if you could do it. Take a look at DeAndre Hopkins if you could do it. You You, you need to – and and now they addressed it. We said uh, uh, – we talked about Julio Jones. He was like, well, yeah. But I'm talking about the size. Yep. I'm not talking about the productivity. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean that size right. is valuable to what the Dallas Cowboys are trying to get done. Okay, so when he was asked yesterday what are his strengths, he said explosive. I love to go down and catch deep balls. So that's his, that, that's his favorite part right. of playing football. And I remind you, it was a long time ago, but his first year – in Pittsburgh, he caught a 94-yard touchdown pass. In his second year in Pittsburgh, he caught an 88-yard touchdown pass. So that's what he does. That's what I thought Brandon Cooks could do more of. But for some reason, they don't feature 5'9 Brandon Cooks trying to run past people and take the top off the defense. He's done it one time so far, and what have they played? Eight games. But this is a little bit different because yeah. of his size. Yeah, mm. got it. Well, it's almost like you're describing mm. a that, Randy Moss-type uh, receiver, right? Right. Like yeah. a taller, faster receiver he's not he's not as fast as Randy Moss was because that was just like silly speed right 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 that was a freak that was a freak skip that's interesting you bring this up though because you know you were looking and saying okay where are his snaps coming from you guys are saying Brandon Cooks are not Michael Gallup right that's what you guys are saying because I think that's interesting I think it's interesting you know you, you when you watch it I was saying both of those guys are probably saying, okay, why are they bringing him in right now? Because both of them should have some worries on their head about why yeah. are they bringing him in right now. I, you know, I, 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 was, I just thought about that. It was just interesting okay. when you brought so, up that. What are the odds that five, six games from now, as we get toward the end of the season. That's that what becomes, he's here for. Yeah, but that it becomes clear cut that the number two receiver to C.D. Lamb is Martavis Bryant. What are the odds that he, he, he rises and shines into that role as the clear-cut number two receiver and option for Dak Prescott? Now, now listen, I, I know that sounds crazy, but you bring in Martavius and say, hey, take a couple weeks, let's get ready. We're going to need you for that stretch run yep. when we come back around and see the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, the San Francisco 49ers and everything. Yep. But it is absolutely not out of the realm of reality where right now, if this kid comes in and make a few plays, he is not the freak, but he is a freak kind of athlete. So he goes down and make a few plays. People are going to be saying, whoa, let's, let's do some more of that. So it is because, only because neither one of those guys have really popped 
you know, nope. have really had the kind of season I think that both of them wish to have and certainly not the kind of season that the Dallas Cowboys wanted them to have. That's why Martavius is having this opportunity. Mm. So you say, what What are the percentages, mm-hmm. huh, Skip? Yep. So I'll, I'll say this to make your toes curl up. Mm-hmm. Go back and think about this for a minute. You remember what OBJ did for the Rams coming over late? Do I. And then eventually throughout the playoffs, it took a while Mm -hmm. for him to get going. This is probably where you're going to be, where Cooper Cup is clearly the guy. I mean, he was winning the Mm -hmm. triple crown for receivers. And CeeDee Lamb is clearly the Cowboys guy. He is. Now you got a guy that comes in because if you think about the Rams, they had Jefferson and all those other guys. And then they slid OBJ in, Mm -hmm. and then eventually he started catching on and understanding what they wanted to do to him. And by the time – they got to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying y'all go to the Super Bowl, so don't, don't start jumping up and down. Well, but by the time they got to the Super Bowl, there, yeah. he was probably yeah. on his way to winning the Super Bowl MVP prior to the ACL injury. Yeah. That's kind of what you're going to get okay. from Martavius, which I'm sure you would take in a heartbeat. My toes are curling as you speak. Uh, I, I like it. Sure. I'm with you. <laughs> Super Bowl, here we come. <laughs> did, 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 see, now I'm going to take that back because yeah. you, you, you're going no, too no, far. No, 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 you went there. My toes curled too. My toes curled too. You asked us. They were curling. You asked us what could he be. I'm just trying to give you. What he can be. That's all. I'm just trying to give you a little something. Okay. All right. We need to talk LeBron. We need to talk some Lakers because they looked flat out lifeless last night. They're 0-5 on the road now. LeBron, what's going on with your squad, man? No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Anthony Davis was a game-time decision last night with his hip issue, but he did not play. 
And the Lakers got embarrassed in Houston, 128 to 90. Wait, 128 to 94? And they fell to 0 and 5 on the road. Rachel Nichols joins us. Good morning to you. Good morning. But Keyshawn, you first, lifelong Laker fan that you are. Scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you? about this team? I'm uh, about a five right now, Skip. Are you? I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought you would say a one, but go ahead. No, I'm about a five. I'm, I'm right in the middle because okay. it's just, you got the Anthony Davis. It, you're like, here we go again, yeah. right? They're just like, come on, man, seriously. And I understand. <laughs> come on, man. I, I understand, you know, things happen, but it's like we're eight games in the season. Yeah. Like, do, do me like this 50 games in, not eight games in. And so when I start to look at it, you know, LeBron and, and Austin Reeves both had terrible nights. You know, one minus 24, the other minus 28. Mm. So you start, you just looking. LeBron didn't obviously take a lot of threes, but he was 0 for 2. So it's like, wh what is happening here? I actually thought that Houston, they would go into Houston and just take care of business. Yeah. I, it just, it's, it's like Houston doesn't have a team. But then we get demolished by 34 points. Mm. I just, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I don't, and I know LeBron James' teams typically start off slow, but this is just something something different. Yeah. We dropped the one down in Miami. I think we dropped Orlando, too. Orlando, Miami, and now this? It's like, maybe we just need to get back home. I, I, maybe we just need to get back home. I don't know what else to say. I don't. You got me today, Skip. Well, look, you can say I don't know what it is. I can tell you some of what it is. They are off to some of the worst starts in NBA history. If history. you look at their first quarter numbers, no team has ever been worse in the first quarter no in 75-plus years Think about that. than the L.A. Lakers through these first eight games. Mm -hmm. That is a problem. And by the way, I know that this team has a ton of injuries. I know it. But to your point, Keyshawn, you have to expect that. Anthony Davis has never played 49 games or more his entire <laughs> For, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I said that he's averaging less yeah. than 49 games for his entire Lakers stretch. You're going to have guys in the rotation who go in and out. You have to have more hustle. You have to have more fight. They look listless last night. And their three-point percentage, by the way, is worst in the league. And the most shocking numbers of all, Skip, are the on-off numbers without LeBron. Yeah. With LeBron James... This team is plus 29. Without LeBron James, this team is minus 87. That is crazy. Their defensive rating without LeBron would be the worst in the league if that was just their team. So hustle, that, that way to even, hey, we're injured, we, we're all we got, we've got to come out here and fight, that is missing from this team from the very beginning of games. Okay, so I'm going to echo what Rachel said and what you said, Key. They are injury depleted. LeBron said this right out of the box after the game last night. Obviously, there's no AD last night. There's been no Jared Vanderbilt for the whole season so far. He's their best perimeter defender and one of the best in the league. Gabe Vincent is a clutch three-point shooter, and they miss that right now because, to Rachel's point, if you're dead last, you need somebody who can take a shot and make a shot at a key moment. And they don't have it. Even LeBron has gotten off to a... Pretty bad start from threes, 31%. And they didn't have Jackson Hayes last night. But I look at the rebound totals, and it's you, you, you get crushed on the backboards, 57 to 34, because to Rachel's point, you're lifeless. 
you're gutless looking to me where you don't even care last night after Dylan Brooks again called out LeBron. And I thought, oh, at least you got some rocket fuel. I told you key yesterday. I thought LeBron would say, okay, kid, watch this. I'm going to shut your mouth again. I'm going to come in here and I'm going to give you a triple double. And I thought, and it, it wasn't that LeBron played awful. It was just, to, to use your word, listless. It was it, it, just like nobody really cared about anything last night from jump. Because if, if you've lost the, the eight, your first eight first quarters by 74 points, you, you, you get off to starts that where, where you lose the game before you can even get started in the game. I've, I've never seen anything like it. And I do admire and honor LeBron as one of the all-time great leaders in the history of sports in any sport. And you would think that would rub off on the team because Dylan Brooks is standing before tip-off, staring down the Lakers, down the court, staring down. I think we have the shot of that, if we can show it. He's staring them down, and I'm sure they saw it. And then he's antagonizing LeBron as usual, and he's in, they're staring each other down. They're trash-talking each other. And there was the there's Dylan Brooks, but he's staring him down. Okay, wouldn't, wouldn't you think you'd say, okay, watch this. Watch this. No, there was no watch this. And then LeBron had one moment in the game where he took Dylan Brooks, if we could see this, he took him inside and shot a little four or five-foot jumper right, right in his face, right over him. Loved it. And I thought, oh, okay, here we go. I'm going to see more of this. He just bully-balled him. And then LeBron, here we, this is the end of this. Then LeBron came right back down and tried it again. And wheeled on him and couldn't hold on to the basketball. That was sort of the, the essence of the night and just bounced. It looked like it bounced off his foot or he just couldn't hold on. But to LeBron the isn't the problem here. No, no, I, I got it. Although I, I got to show you one LeBron play because we talked all yesterday about LeBron's not getting a call. There's a play that happened with 934 left in the second quarter. Just Keyshawn, you're saying how LeBron gets hammered and we're showing the Thomas Bryant play yesterday. Watch LeBron. He goes up and under. That, that's about as open a right-handed layup as you can get, and he's begging for a foul call. Well, I, I don't think anybody touched him. I can't tell. I, I, don't. I can't see. Ain't that what you said yesterday? <laughs> I can't oh, see. So now you're saying I, I can't see. see. I don't know. I, I Look, okay. I can't see. Okay, but look at LeBron. He's, he's like I can't begging see. for a call. I can't see. I don't see him begging for a call. I can't see that. Well, you, you can't see because you can't see any contact. <laughs> and I'm saying, LeBron, come on. I mean, you can do better than that. Well, right? maybe he did get fouled. Maybe he okay. did. But but why I say 50% is because I look at the other teams yeah. within the conference, right, Rachel and Skip? Mm-hmm. I look at the Phoenix Suns. They're without one of their key guys. They're 4-4, four four, one game behind them. He came so, back last night. So, so okay, so when I, but when I look at that, I start looking at the other teams. Who, 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 who are you scared of in the Western Conference Final through eight games? Like, does Golden State really, are they really, like, scaring you? They look good last night. But I'm saying, are they really scaring you? Like, they're going to run away with the conference. It's Denver now, and especially that Murray's going to miss some time. Mm -hmm. Or they're scaring you. Like, so when I look at that, I kind of got this silver lining. Okay, we're 50-50. Let's just get home. Let's get home. Let's get healthy and get back on the court. But it's a good point about the other teams in the West. Look, we are only 10% into the season, basically. So it's early. These guys have time to get their act together. We know how they started last season and where they ended up. And I am never worried about a LeBron James team once they get into the playoffs. That being said, you know that expression, it gets late early? It gets late early in the Western Conference in the NBA. So you cannot fall behind 
too much exactly. because you find yourself digging yourself out, spending all your energy there. It's a great synonym for sort of what they're happening at the beginning of games, this metaphor of we can't get started. Well, you can't get started in the season either, and pretty soon you're going to fall behind to the point where you cannot catch up again and again and again as LeBron ages here. Okay. And allow me to say, most troubling of all to me, beyond AD hurt again, is I'm a big Austin Reeves fan. I told you both before the year mm -hmm. started. I, I thought he was in position coming off his Team USA stint where, where he was one of the best players on that floor. I thought it was time for him to become maybe not part of the big three, but at least he could be a half a star. That's what I – where at least – he could help carry the load down stretches. He could help close games. He was so good against Denver in those four fourth quarters that were so close, and they lost all four of them, and I wanted him to get the ball more. And all of a sudden, he is crumbling under the new spotlight. He's got a new contract, obviously, and he's got a whole new set of pressure around him. He's, he's in a whole new zone of pressure where he is now expected. Last year, he was not expected to do much of anything. And game after game, he had the one great overtime against the Clippers when LeBron yelled at him in the huddle, go right. win the game. <laughs> and he went and won the game in overtime See, against I, the Clippers. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's crumbling, Skip. Okay, but I wouldn't look, say that. I know, look at last I, know, night. I know it was 0 for two, 4 from 3. Two of 9. And but two we're of nine, seeing these but I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say he's crumbling. What I would say, and, and I would look at this, is he's probably tired. The yes. dude that played a lot of basketball, man. In, including over the summer. And that was a very yes. draining tournament. Absolutely. Those guys, that time in Manila was pouring the entire time. Yep. It was very repetitive and monotonous. And, of course, they didn't end the way they wanted to. I will buy that. That he, he is going to get better later in the season. I think he'll get more comfortable, Skip. I, I don't think you should sell your stock. I think that he will figure out how defenses are playing them. It's a chess move, right? And they have the move after seeing him for a full season. They know how to defend him. And now he's got to make the next move and figure out a way to get around And that's that. the one thing Paul said. Paul, Paul Pierce, when he was on with us a couple weeks ago, yeah. the one thing he said, Skip, is that the book is out now. Yeah. It's a little bit different mm -hmm. when they're trying to figure out, okay, who is this guy with no tattoos? Who is this guy? <laughs> then all of a sudden, I got a big thing with the tats with him. He just he just looked, yeah, I want him to have some tats. Have a you, little you, <laughs> But it, it's one of those things that got the book out on you now. So now you got, like Rachel said, it's a chess match. Now you got to move some pieces around to counter what they're doing. This is just me, but I don't love tats on that pail of skin. It just doesn't look that <laughs> no, good. No, I just say he just, you know, he just. I don't know. I don't know, man. He, I, you don't I want like to see the way his jersey hangs on. I know. He's it's tucked like, in. It, it just don't look right. He looks like he was playing in oh, the 70s. Come on. There's, there's a whole tradition of choir boy looking, you know, yeah. guys in the NBA who are dead eye killers. So yeah. I think he's just trying to follow along yeah, there. I agree. Okay, so Hachimura did come back. Now they have another road game at Phoenix against. Friday, you can say, yep. quote-unquote, full-strength mm -hmm. Phoenix. Mm -hmm. A play-in tournament yes, game, too. Yes, their first, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so do you love their chances at Phoenix? Do you, do you want to I, see I don't. Yeah. I don't love their chances at Phoenix. I'm sorry to say it. When, when we are with less players and we're not as deep, and you just mentioned to me, you, you, you made me rethink that Bradley Bill is back now. So mm -hmm. now they finally got all three on the court, and we got one and a half, unless A.D., I mean, I don't know. Is AD coming? I don't I have no idea. They're hopeful. They said they're hopeful. I have, no, I have no idea, Rachel. So even with AD back, I still would lean toward 
Phoenix in this situation. Look, and, and Phoenix only won in a squeaker last night. Bradley yeah, Beal still goals. has a minutes restriction. Yeah. I didn't think he played at all in the fourth quarter. So we'll have to see what they come to on Friday. It went to overtime. He didn't play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Overtime. Mm -hmm. He didn't play. But but I mean, I think that this team in Phoenix is still getting itself together. The Lakers are clearly still getting itself together. But the odds are the odds are yeah. the home team with the three sharpshooters are going to do better than the team that is last in three-point shooting yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, they, right now, their two is better than our two. Yeah. Our two right now is, is, well, is Reeves and LBJ. They're, they still got Book and they still got KD, yeah. even if Bradley Bill's in a minutes restriction. Yeah. All I can say is hurry home, Lakers, right? <laughs> yeah, let's get home, man. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get off this road, dog. Y'all have time. You just got to get a little more pep in the step here. Yeah, but I do like what Rachel says. It's getting late early. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Victor Wimbanyama had a forgettable first game at Madison Square Garden last night. Missed his first seven shots, including two air balls. Didn't make his first basket until late in the third quarter, at which point the Spurs had trailed by as many as 30 points. Knicks 126, Spurs 105. Wimby did wind up with 14 points, nine rebounds. Did make all six of his free throws. Way to go, young man. But he had only one block, and he went 0 for 4 from 3. So, Keyshawn, what did you see or not see from Wimby? You know, I think it, for some reason, it, it, I feel like the moment, this is the first real venue right. that he's played in that's this celebrity yeah. sort of, you know, historical situation for him. And, and I feel like it might have been too big for him at this moment. Uh, he didn't get used to it. It's going to take time. And on top of that, he's allowed to have an off night. He's been playing pretty good basketball here in the last several games. So when I look at him, I say to myself, okay, it's going to take time for him to get used to playing in certain venues, used to playing against certain competition and certain people. His shots didn't fall. I think he had three turnovers in the game. He had one block that you talked about, mm -hmm. Skip. Yeah. So we didn't see the same guy that we have seen over no. the last several weeks. It's just... And that's just what it is. He wasn't aggressive at all, in my opinion. He was very passive. Uh, he played that guard position, like you say. He didn't go down low like we talked about. He was out He was out at the top more so often than, than down below. Yep. And so when you look at that, right. that aggressiveness just wasn't there from the last time that we saw him. And I look what? at it and say, oh, I just chalk right. it up. It's just one game. I chalk it up. Well, yeah, right. And, and, and let me first, because, you know, let me let me just – let you guys know, you know, I have a special place for the Knicks, you know, because Julius Randle yep. is on the Knicks, and that's like my godson. You know, Julius Randle went to school with my son, with Michael, and yeah. played at Prestonwood. So we would go to all the games. Listen, dude, we would be key, skip, we would be 0-15 because Julius be hurt, right? He's hurt.
And then Julius come back. We real lost 30 straight and win a championship. Just so we were 30. Because Julius was everything, you know. Everything, man. He, he's such a great dude. And when I go to the games now, because, Key, I heard you mention him earlier, Fresh West over there, you know, with Lon Rosen. So every time I go to a game, I said, Fresh, your ticket's no good unless my feet touch the wood. And, <laughs> and every time at a game, Julius Randall comes over and hugs me right before the start. So Key and I, that's why we were messing around about the game the other day. Yeah. And, and, and what I saw when I watched Wimby, I thought it was interesting, you know, because everybody's watching this kid. Everybody's watching him. When, when, when he stepped into that, that, on that floor, I said, now the Knicks are going to give him some of that Oakley treatment. And that's exactly what Mitchell Robson was doing. It was nothing but the Oakley treatment. Everybody's going to give him this. Nobody has this physical skill set. You're not tall enough. You're not. He, he has so many different skill sets. So the only way you can play him is to make him feel like he has to go through hell. And this is the key, guys, because we're talking about one night, 38, the other night, last night, 14, the ups and the downs. He's not used to playing this much basketball and getting banged up this much. He'll get used to that. He'll get used to it, and it'll play out, and he'll be okay because he's a phenomenal talent. He has to run towards all of that banging and not away from it because that's all everybody can do with the kind of skill set that he has. He's 19 years old. He's 19. Right. What played, do we, what do we he's expect? Played two years of professional basketball in France. I understand. Just for the record. I, I know. Yeah. That, that's true, Skid. Right, but, right, but the, right. The, the France basketball is different, you know, yeah. then it, it's just different. No, but there are a lot of exits. Yeah, and I don't think they play as many games. Like, the France, I, 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 I'm checking you, check. I don't think they play as many games on, on, on as many back-to-back -back nights or, or, or as many games a week as, as he plays now in the NBA. And he, you know, it's New York, man. Come on. This is New York. It's, it's different. It's just a different... It's different. I, I'm sure he was taking in the scene, right? I'm sure. Maybe. All right. Suffer me this because I, I can't let this go and I will not let this go because it was worse than ever last night. Mm. This young man is so gifted and he is so tall and so long that there is no way to stop him, even if you get physical with him, Mitchell Robinson. If he posts you right. up, if he gets the ball in the right place at the right time, you got no shot. It's hard to get physical with somebody when they're loitering out there on the three-point line because that's all he did the whole night. He drifted out, did Wimby, and just hang out at the three-point line. And I'm saying, what are you doing? you got to make them work. you got to make them aware of your length. You can't look in the mirror and see yourself as a two guard because I think he does. I, I think he looks because he is so skilled. He can dribble. He can dribble between his legs. His, right. his, his shot motion is beautiful to watch. That's what, He made all six of his free throws, and I, I'll say it again, way to go. But he has fallen completely in love with the three-point shot, and it looks pretty when he shoots it. But he has now fallen to 29.3% from three, while taking the most threes of any San Antonio Spur, that is wrong, wrong, wrong. At 7-4, you lead the team in three-point attempts with mm. 41 mm. through eight games, and you're shooting 29.3%. Trust me, the math doesn't work because that's a whole lot of empty possessions that have something to do mm. with why you got blown out last night. And at Indiana the other night, they gave up 152 points. 
And you're having little to no impact on the defensive end when our man Paul right. Pierce sat here before the season started and said I, he'll, he, he could be the defensive player of the year. I think Paul predicted he would be the defensive player of the year. Well, he's, he, he's got just by standing in the lane, you got a shot. Well, he's third in the NBA in blocks, but last night he had only one because I don't remember him in the paint at all on the defensive end. He just drifts out. He's guarding smaller players. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get the, the approach of it because he's so it's much a, better. This is nothing but constructive. In his New York. In his New York yeah. key. Yeah. key, key yeah. He is New York key. All, all of our greats, they understand and recognize the mecca that New York yeah. is. And, and even on the rise up coming through, the LeBrons, the Kobe's, all of when they had that opportunity to play in New York, especially early on, they showed up and showed out. Now, man, I know he's not from here, but I, I understand. I just talked about how he's playing all of these games, a lot more games. But you got to know where they show up in this country. And New York is one of them. You have to show up. Even if you didn't show up, I don't somewhere, even if you didn't show up in Phoenix, you got to show up in New York. You got to show up in New York, and he has to get that. Skip, it's an adjustment period. I understand he played overseas in France, and there were there are ex basketball players in that league that were in the NBA. I, I get all of that. That's that's true, but it's an adjustment period to understand. Pop is still, you know. You say, well, how come he's not down on the blocks, or how come he's not in the paint on the defensive end? Mm -hmm. He does have a coaching staff over there. Know, they see they it. they gotta see the same things that you see. Maybe they're. Letting the process take they are, course. They, they keep saying we're going to let him play his way into this. That, like the, was, yeah, exactly. Himself. So right, what's right, the right, what's right. the rush right. of a fan no, just, wanting to see because a you, finished product in week it's, it's, uh, not week eight, but in the eighth ninth game? Why right. do you want to see a finished product in eight hey, games? We're not even talking about a finished product. Exactly. We're, we're talking about just th this is how you have to play at your height. That that. But they just I, you, told you just you said you got to run some plays for him to post. But you just said they're going to let him feel no, his way through. I, I wouldn't do that, but that's just me. But I'm again, sorry. that's yeah. why I said yeah. you want him to be a finished product no, and just, do yeah. what he's going to do no, two no, years from now. Wait, 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 did we, we didn't. We, we didn't. We weren't patient with LeBron and patient no. with Kobe. No. You are the great. Because You're supposed being, to be the no. greatest thing we've seen. So let's, let's, we're not waiting. Ooh. We want to see the phenomenal right now. That's the reality. The man, Michael, of it. Now the what he is, has to do. The man is yeah, being coached I heard by Pop last night. The man is being coached by one of the greatest right. dudes to ever sit on a bench. Right. Right. And y'all right. want right. to right. sit and, up here and, and question no. the way that he's bringing no. him along. No, 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 no. We're not questioning the way he's bring, that he brings him along. We're, we're, I do. We're, we're going Skip to talk. We're, but we're going, we're, no, we're, we're, but we're going to be able. We're going to have to talk I've about it. Popovich before. Uh, remember. He, oh, he, I, I, he I ain't questioning Popovich. That, that, you know, Parker and it made him pretty smart. Right. There's well, some Belichick right. going on there. <laughs> yeah, there's some Belichick you know, going I don't on. I don't mean to laugh, but somebody else told me that before. They didn't say Belichick, but they just said, just look at the success rate. When you lose and you get the easiest pick in the world, you know, with, you got 
David Robinson, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, Tim Duncan. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. I know. I'm just Come saying. Come on, guys. Hey, I'm not saying y'all, that. Y'all I'm can't do that. Now, Par- me. Par- 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 Parker went up there. Parker went up there. The Kawhi Leonard, he, 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 come on now. He, he, he took some guys it. and made them great players. You I guys, just said somebody uh, told me that. That's all. Or were they just drafted? Kawhi still, Kawhi still owe that man some money. Yeah. Well, look, in the end, in the end, I'll go back to what I said before, Michael and Skip. Let it play out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this out, and you'll say it's an unfair comparison, but once upon a time, it was a long time ago, it was even before my time, Wilt Chamberlain debuted at the Garden, and it was his first so, NBA game, period. Right. His first, first right. out of the box. Okay. okay. And he had spent three right. years at Kansas, and then one year, because the NBA wouldn't let him come straight into pro basketball, he played for the Globetrotters for a year. I don't know if that even qualifies as pro basketball. It's not NBA basketball. And he steps on the floor at the Garden. Remember, he was the big dipper at seven feet, one inches tall. And he goes 43 and 28. Back in the day when he put up silly numbers. But he played to his size. He commanded the basketball. He demanded the basketball. He just said, you guys cannot stop me. I will dominate this game over your heads because you can't stop me. It was a different era. I I understand, but I I watched him. They they space out now. They like to shoot threes. They like to do those sort of things. I'll go back to this again for the umpteenth time. Pop has said they're bringing him along. I didn't even know Pop said that because I didn't watch post-game. But I can see it with my own... I can see it with my own eyes that this is what they're doing to this young man in allowing him to understand what the NBA is. It's not France. This is how we play. This is the things that we're going to do. Then eventually you put all of it together Mm -hmm. and you get the superstar player that he's drafted to be. Okay. But even. Right. And you're key. But key. But the whole process is key. We were saying. And they were talking about this. Is this the greatest prospect that we've ever seen? So it is fair for us to measure him up against some of the other great prospects that we've ever seen in their first time playing but, but in a to, mecca like New York. That's the measurement. We're doing compared to finalists. What about LeBron's first game but at you have 18? To take, Do you remember you, LeBron you at Sacramento? Take, you, you have remember? to right. take everything into consideration. Okay. Well, no. I took LeBron into consideration. He's 18 years old and he steps on the floor. He didn't play college basketball because he didn't have to. He just stepped out there. And he hung what twenty five on Sacramento, and I said, "That's a grown man." Okay, right so there. you have it. So, so, yeah. so now you're getting ready to tell me what do they play? Eight games this year. Mm-hmm. So in eight games, you haven't looked at Wimby and go, "Wow!" Oh, yeah. Of course yeah. you yeah. have. Yeah, sure. well, who of course that? you have. Yeah. Right. But so, I've also yes, looked yes. at him more than that and said, "What are you doing?" Well, what are you standing out there for? Yeah, because you're seven feet four. I understand seven foot four. I feel the same way about Anthony Davis. He ain't seven four, but he's big enough to be down low and not shoot threes. That's the game, no, Skip. The game is shooting the threes. That's the game. When he posts on people, you just say that's just ridiculous. Like he he has an advantage that he is not using on a nightly basis. He has an advantage on the defensive end. Because if he's using it on a nightly basis, he's going to get beat up. If he just stands in the middle of the lane on defense, he is so long that he bothers shots or blocks shots, and they would be way better than the second-to-last defensive team. That's where they rank right now. In points allowed in defensive efficiency, they're second-to-last. They got blown out last night because he's not having any real impact on the other end. You could at least do that. Again, is he? I, 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 I don't know if they were scoring. I mean, you say that they're second to last, mm-hmm. or they hitting 
shots from the outside on them or are they hitting the shots at the rim? They, they, you got to look at it two different ways. If they're pulling up and hitting, if they're pulling up and hitting Jays yeah. and he's down low, what is that going to do for him? Yeah, no, I got well, it. Well, last night, last, last night they were hitting all three of them. I could be honest with you, because Bronson, uh, uh, Bronson, Barrett, and Randall, they 23, 24, 25 points apiece. You yeah. know what I mean? And Jay, Rand, last Rand, night um, was an off Jay, night, man. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, 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 but but but, but <laughs> yeah, it's an off night. What we, I guess what we're saying, Key, is okay. You, you're you're the big mega star that came in. To America, you're taking over. You got to know where to show up. If he puts that game in Phoenix, in New York, oh, my God. That game he had in Phoenix? If it, and I know he was going up against Durant and Booker and all of them, but it's the Mecca, New York. It's different there. You got to know when and where to show up in America. I'd like to see him show up in New York. Well, that's fair. You want yeah. him to, and, and like I said before, Maybe Skip, he walks into the stadium and he, you know, it's just a different feel. You, you know, you got star studded people all on the yeah. bench. He, had, he hasn't uh, uh, played in a uh, venue like he, that. Although he said the building was smaller than he thought it would be because it's not that big yeah, when no, you walk not. into it. No, it's right. Right. As I said yesterday, I don't know what the hype is, but that's just me. That's a, well, the hype yeah. is for the opponent, not for the home team. I can tell you that. Not since 1973. It's a beautiful place to watch a game, though, guys. It really is. The atmosphere, it, it's incredible. It's great. All the stars go in the back. You know, they bring all the stars in the back. I saw I, I saw uh, my girl from, uh, from what is it, Law & Order. I love Law & Order. That's what I, I watch all the time. She was, I, I, was in, I, was, I was in heaven. What are I was you in talking about, man? <laughs> To my girl from Law and Order. I love her from Law and Order. In New York, when you go to the games, before the games, they bring all the people, all the stars, you know, Tracy Morgan, all of them in the back. And you're back there hanging out with everybody. Then you walk out on the floor. Man, it's, it's hey, boy, that's the mecca. I love being in New York for a game. It, it's just a great time.